Definitely agree. And so if you had um, somebody who currently is in that average demographic of 50% processed foods, yeah. they don't necessarily know how that feels to have an 80-20 balance and have that energy and vitality. Mm-hmm. What would your advice be where to start? Would be to just take a, you know, take a good look at what you're eating on a day-to-day and a week-to-week basis. Most people are eating somewhere between 40 and 65 of the same foods every single week. So you've just got to look at that and a lot of people might be like, right, I'm just going to all on off an approach. Mm. I'm just going to strip it back and go all whole foods. I don't think that's practical for a lot of people. I think it's just being like, hey, like what are like a couple of items of foods that I'm having on a week to week basis that maybe I can get the, you know, a version that's not as processed. So if you wanted to go through like how a food, food could go from being, you know, minimally not processed at all to very processed, you could look at like a potato. So that's like as least processed as it could be. After that would be a, a chip, fries, fries yeah. for our US friends. And then we say crisps, they say potato chips. Potato chips. Is that right, Sarah? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you're going from something that's uh, not processed at all to more processed as a as a chip or a fries to then a potato chip, which is highly, highly processed. So maybe you could look at it and be like, oh, maybe you're having the version of the food, which is the chip. And it's like, you know, with the fries, could you dial that back to the potato and it's just like, that's how you could start to do it. And if you've done that for like two or three items this month, and then again, next month sat down and went, hey, let's do two or three more items. If you're only eating 45 to 60 foods, you do that over the course of the year, you've made a huge switch and change in your diet. And that could just be with either some uh, foods like uh, there, just some potatoes, but it could be with some snacks. Yeah. You know, you just dial back, back, you know, uh, dial back certain things. Maybe you're having certain bars or treats or whatever you have in your house. And maybe you just start to dial them back a version, dial them back a version, you know, what you're going to notice is you get more nutrients, more fiber, less sugar, you're going to have more energy, more vitality, and it's, it's just slowly going to start to have a positive impact in your, uh, in your life. And it, it, it feels easier to do because you're just focusing on changing two or three things instead of everything at once. Yeah, and I think a lot of the time these foods end up in our diet out of convenience and they just stay there because you buy the same things, you go down the same aisles in the supermarket, you have a pattern of recipes that you make. Mm-hmm. And if you find something that you can swap out that still serves that role and isn't inconvenient to you, that's the key. So if you're going to try and move from, I don't know, a microwave meal to cooking from scratch every Mm. meal, like overnight, that's probably not going to be realistic. But like you're saying, if you can just find those quick wins Mm -hmm. and little ingredient swaps, that's going to add up over time. Um, One of the things that I think is really key to look at as well is like how you cook or how you plan your meals or don't cook because yeah, I, I think yeah. that i think that's honestly like a real god i don't know like using this word like an epidemic that people just don't cook anymore because mm. it takes time it's not convenient and people are eating out more than ever you know due to convenience and due to pressure and time and it, and it is having a big impact because just choosing more of these you know quick and ready microwave meals that are just done for you and yeah you're getting highly processed foods with lots of additives flavors sugars and everything else and it's 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 not great you know what i mean it's not great for for you it's probably not going to be great for your kids and it's 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 a skill you know it's a skill to be able to learn to cook and also cook efficiently effectively and fast yeah and i think um the big game changer for a lot of our clients when it comes to making healthier choices with their cooking is meal planning mm-hmm. and also batch cooking yeah and those skills can apply in this context as well if you're wanting to level up the health options that you're mm-hmm. including in your diet actually cooking stuff on a Sunday, for example. So instead of buying sliced ham, 
Mm. buy a whole chicken and cook it on a Sunday and use that for your sandwiches, for example. It requires being a bit more organized and it requires planning and yes, a little bit more time. But if you do it all in one go, you can spend like an hour and a half in the kitchen on a Sunday, but have like Monday to Friday through Mm -hmm. loads of time saving options that you can just grab on the busy days. Mm. And you feel, you feel great that I think a lot of times where people get stressed out about food is, you know, Monday starts, you know, it's like, back to the grind for a lot of people you know mm. back into the you know go 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 sort of mentality you've got your job you've got your kids there's so many different things going on there's a lot of decisions to make and sometimes making all these extra decisions around food or health can feel like overwhelming or i just don't have the mental bandwidth for time for it or maybe you get like one or two days in and yeah you've been able to keep on top of it but then something happens versus if you do a lot of that um if you make it it's, it's making it easy to win it's setting your environment up for success so you do that meal prep pl- uh, planning or prepping on the sunday you know, you're going into that week already feeling good because hey, you've taken care of the food part of things. And, um, you know, I think the, the pushback I've had as a coach over over time has been like, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to eat the same foods. It's too repetitive. It's too boring. And it's like, okay, instead of looking at that as like a hyper negative of that's not the way I want to go is like, why don't you try it and see how it works to begin with? And if it doesn't work and you need more variety, then find a way of making having more variety in your diet. And actually there's lots of ways to use batch cooking in a different way so um for my son he doesn't have like packaged foods i make all his food but i freeze it so i'll make like a shepherd's pie for eight human adults (laughs) but portion it into like 10 baby sized portions and freeze it and i do that like once a week i cook something massive just Mm. for him so there's like a whole repertoire in the freezer he doesn't eat shepherd's pie for 10 days in a row yeah like he has it once every 10 days in rotation with all these other things that i've made Mm -hmm. and you can do that as an adult as well for yourself like you can make if there's four of you in the household make it for eight and freeze half Mm -hmm. and have that next week or on thursday not tomorrow and the next day and the next day and if you look at like all the benefits you're going to get from this maybe there's a slight time cost because you know there is always a cost to everyone but you're going to probably save money you're going to have better health more energy you're more motivated to to take certain actions because of that a more better cognitive function that can positively impact your job more than you might realize impact then all of those things can positively impact your sleep it's just there's a huge big positive feedback loop to that and yes it requires a little bit more being you know a little bit more organized and planning but you probably are already doing that to to an extent. You're just doing it in a way that maybe isn't serving you in the best way it could. Yeah, and like I said before, you've probably got patterns that you just do because you just do. Yeah. And so you have to intervene once or twice to change those patterns and think of a new way of doing it. But then they will become your habitual patterns mm. and you won't have to think about it every time. Yeah, and I think that's why it's really important just to change. Just like don't get overwhelmed by this conversation and just, you know, maybe take a closer look at your fiber and sugar intake. That's, I think that's always a good place to start. Mm. But then just be like, hey, are there two foods that we eat each month now that we could change out for next month? Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, just start there. And if you just followed that process, you know, once a month for the rest of the year, you know, you'd find yourself like your diet's probably wildly changed in a really positive way. Yeah, I think those are great tips. Um, and so if you are trying to lose weight or if you're just generally aware of your health, those are some things that you can do to help whatever you're trying to achieve with your yeah. diet. And yeah, if you are struggling with anything to do with losing weight, trying to improve your health, this is exactly what we do on a daily basis with our clients. So we take you from where you are, whether that's overwhelmed, not knowing where to start, what decisions to make. We will walk you through every step of the way and make sure it's realistic for your life. Because as you know, from listening to our podcast, we're not about going all or nothing. We're about finding what works for you. Um, So coaching can take you every step of the way with someone guiding you 
through the decisions, through the planning processes until it does just feel easy and it feels like part of your life. 